Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, Sunday recap edition. I am your host, Susie Hunter, joined by Christian Saez here on a Sunday. Super rare. It is. So good to see you, though. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yes. it's, a, it's a rare Sunday and, um, you know, that I get to be a part of the show and get to talk about some some wins for the Rockies. Some wins. Exactly. Because the Rockies actually won the series against the Cardinals. This is a huge, huge win for the Rockies. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to recap the fight this weekend. Ooh. Not UFC, not boxing, but a different one. And we are going to reference the Nolan Arnauto trade no less than 100 times. Yeah, that seems about right. Seems over, about under, right. probably over. Seems about right to me. Yeah. Uh, but let's start with talking about this game today, this Sunday game, this one nothing win over the Cardinals. It was small ball. Yeah. I'm surprised there weren't more big hits because it sounded like it was really hot out there. It, it's, it's one of those games that if you're not a baseball fan, you would hate to watch. Yes. <laughs> but as a baseball fan, especially a pitcher, you love to see it. This was a pitching duel. Uh, of massive proportions for these two teams. Um, and it came down to a sack butt that was the determining factor. And that's just, that's how it happens that's in these pitching duels is you, you get one simple strategic thing that happens that becomes the determining factor for the whole game. Yeah, exactly. This is the low-key, it's the sack bunt game. So, of course, yeah. Austin Gomber was great. We'll get into that in a second. But, yeah, that one that one run the Rockies got came in the third, a leadoff double from Brenton Doyle, a sack bunt from Austin Wins, and then the sack fly from Ezekiel yep. Tovar. Small ball, baby. It gets the job done. But, yeah, let's circle back to Austin Gomber because he was – He's back at the crime scene, scene of the crime, yeah. his former team. He pitched well with the Cardinals, but he pitched really well today. Six shutout innings, Christian. Yeah, you, you love to see it. And, you know, you love to see it, in a, especially in a situation like that that you mentioned for him. And, you know, to be able to, to pick up a win for the Rockies and get the series win, no less, against the Cardinals. This is the first time they've got a series win since what 2009 yeah it's been a the really long time and austin gomber in 2009 was actually a sophomore in high school the last time that <laughs> the hate, rockies had that. a series win <laughs> against the cardinals so no. for him to be able to come forward and, and pick up a win today um you know it's a good outing and some consistency for him um and just pitching all around was superb for the rockies so so superb of course there were some jams yeah but the Rockies got out of them, and that's really all we can ask for. Fifteen runners left uh, on base, mm -hmm. so fifteen runners stranded for the Cardinals. And at that point, like you have to blame the Cardinals. I mean, you know, yeah. as a coach, if you go back and look at the stats after the game, and you see fifteen guys were left on base, nine of them in scoring position, mm -hmm. and you couldn't get anything done with that, you, you partially put that on yourself as the coach. Like you have to be better at strategizing. Um, we saw that with Bud Black, you know, putting some sacrifice situations together mm -hmm. and then on the players for executing in those same situations. So for the Rockies, they were able to execute when mm -hmm. it mattered. For the Cardinals, they just couldn't get it done. You know, I believe Buddy said post game though that Austin Wins decided to do that sack button on his own. So even better. I mean, and he's you, a catcher, you know. And you take you initiative as a player, <laughs> and and you hope at that level. I will say, you know, you, you have this mindset in college and high school of mm -hmm. like coaches. It, yeah, if if you're strand, stranding 15 runners on base and you're not getting any runs out of that, 
you really put that on the coach because there's so much more strategy involved at the professional level mm -hmm. coaches kind of take a step back usually and say yeah we trust our guys like you got to be you're at this level you got to be able to ac execute yeah and so what we saw today was the rockies were able to execute in that situation um and the cardinals have to to you know do some reflecting on why they weren't able to get it done with nine guys in scoring position yeah that is true i will say um uh, the Cardinals, of course, have their own struggles this season. Yeah. They've got they've got plenty of them. Uh, the fifth inning was one of those jams that I that my my blood pressure went up, my heart yeah. was pounding. That fifth inning where Austin Gomber walked intentionally walked Nolan Arenado to load the bases for yeah, Tyler oh O'Neill, and uh, damn, thank goodness that worked out. But that was that was a big a big avoidance of what could have been yeah. a really rough situation. And, and it's one of those situations too, where you, you look at that and you say, okay, in hindsight, you know, it worked out. And so we can sit here and say that was smart the way mm -hmm. they did that. But if it hadn't have worked out, you're, you're starting to question, okay, why was that decision made? Exactly. And, and so it's just, that's the tough part about sports. It happens in any sport. It's just like, you know, you as a coach or as a, as a catcher or as a pitcher, when you make those decisions, you are running the risk of it completely blowing up in your face and you looking kind of dumb afterwards. And so luckily, you know, he was able to, again, I, I come, I say this word over and over, mm -hmm. execute in that situation and, and get it done. But um, yes. the Rockies were, were, you know, walking the tightrope a little bit. They were walking the tightrope a little bit. I want to talk about some of the comments. Uh, Evan in the comments saying, poor Nolan Arenado, the guy just can't catch a break and be on a team with consistent pitching. Yeah. Jake in the comment also saying, the only Nolan, I am assuming you were talking about Nolan Jones. We'll talk about him in a little bit. And, uh, ooh, John, what does John have to say? Make the Rockies great at least once in my lifetime, please. <laughs> for F's sake. We're all with you there, Josh. You know, yeah. Hey, just hang in there. Hang yeah. in there. 2025, 2026, totally different story. We all know this. We've been talking about this. Um, oh, James wants to know if I stayed up to watch the entire Women's World Cup game. I was awake when it started. You were awake when it started. I was awake when it started. Were you awake when it ended, though? No. Okay. God, no. No. I, I, I watched it. I was at work this morning at 4 a.m., and so I got to catch the end of the of the match, and it was brutal. I, I But it, it got me a little excited, but it was a tough tough one to lose. That was a tough one for the uh, the women's soccer team. They They played their hearts out though they did they i'm did. sad and that for it to be determined by that close literally of a millimeters millimeters yeah i'm sad that uh, so julie Ertz, who of course is one of my favorites um announced that she's retiring from international play so i'm super bummed that that's how she went out because yeah. i love julie Ertz. i know i know it was it was a good one and you hate to see it on penalty kills but on penalty Ugh. kicks but you know it's just it's the way it is sometimes that just is just like baseball you have your small ball games every once in a while you sometimes you hate to see that but um, it works out in the Rockies' favor today. So. Exactly, exactly. Uh, what else did we see in this? Oh, yeah, Nolan Jones had a scorching hot double in the sixth that, of course, amounted to nothing, but that's fine. We yeah, still won. It happens. Yeah, good confidence build builders. Good you know. confidence builder. We saw Tyler Kinley taking the mound. Of course, he's been back off the IL since August 1st, so it's only been, hasn't even been a week of Tyler Kinley being back but he did he walked paul goldschmidt he gave up a single to arenado he struck out o'neill but buddy was like let's get him out of here yeah 
Brent Suter came in. We saw Justin Lawrence. He closed out the game. Which was a little scary at, at, at a certain point. Was definitely. He, he had the four out close. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, he walked. I think it was walked Arenado on five pitches to start the ninth inning. Yeah. I was starting to. I was driving over here listening on the radio and I was starting to get a little nervous. I'm like, a little bit. please don't do it, Rockies. Don't do it to us. But uh, he, he pulled it back together. And that's that's you love to see that, especially out of a guy closing a game out, being able to pull it back together even if you get off to a bit of a slow start. That, that's the mark of a good pitcher. Sometimes yeah. you get into jams, getting out of them is just as long as you get us out of it. Yeah, that as, is lo as long as you get the three outs <laughs> and no damage, you're good. That is all that matters. Brenton Doyle got hit by a pitch, like right in the ribs. Yeah, it is the worst place Ugh, that, that, to that get That looked hit. painful. That and like the knuckles, I will say. Mm. Like I would rather get take, you know, take one right in the back or the shoulder. It stings a little bit. But you take one in the ribs, and somehow that knocks the wind out of you a little bit more and it hurts your ribs. Um, and then the knuckles, obviously, it's just, you know, straight on your bone. But Ugh. those are the two worst places to get. Rough, drove. rough. It's been a long time since I've been hit by a pitch. Uh, Patrick, Patrick Lyons, our Patrick Lyons, pointed something out in the Slack channel today that only he would point out. He said, uh, <laughs> not sure I ever made the connection that today's battery both had the first name Austin. I wonder how many pitcher catcher combos in Rockies history have the same first name. What a random what a, thing. What a Patrick thing to say. With absolutely no <laughs> logical meaning or any, you know, just completely out nothing. of left field. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> But it's it is kind of interesting, and you know it's like yeah. okay, cool, yeah. How many? I'm curious. It's one of those stats that like if someone actually went down a rabbit hole, like would we be surprised or would there be hundreds? You know, like who knows? You know, Patrick what? can go down that rabbit Patrick, hole. Patrick, you know what? If you're bored, you can you can do that. <laughs> no, he's he's got some good stuff going on. We've got some good stuff going on um, at Illegal Pete's. I love illegal pizza. Oh there. my gosh. I I'm like way due for an illegal pizza run because I discovered reverse nachos and that is What are reverse nachos? Reverse nachos. So basically you get all of the toppings that you would get on nachos. So you get like cheese and queso and jalapenos you know veggies and, yeah. and whatever meat you're getting, jalapenos. Okay. Um so instead of getting them on nachos, you get you like get that in a bowl. And then you get chips on the side. Oh. So then you can, like, so like just dip. dip it in. Huh. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. because so uh, it's kind of like a chips and dip situation, but yeah. um, I think if you order reverse nachos there, they know what you're talking about. Oh, is it one of those, like, secret, you it's know, a, it's like, a, it's a hush, hush? It's a hush, 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 hush secret. So no one heard it from us. No one heard it from us. I heard it from Mitch, though. Okay. Merchel. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have to try it. Mitch has some pretty good recommendations. You know, well, yeah, he's an illegal Pete's guy. He, he is, yeah. And I, I play cornhole there every Wednesday. So uh, maybe... You play cornhole at uh, illegal on, Pete's? On the Volo uh, Cornhole League. And so I will be uh, <laughs> frequenting illegal Pete's. That as, is as amazing. But yeah, illegal Pete's, your go-to spot this summer. So kick back and enjoy a nice cold marg or cool off with a bucket of high noons. You can get five high noons for $22. That's a really good deal. And don't forget to follow Illegal Pete's on Instagram. They're at Illegal Pete's. And stay updated on all of their big events and I guess cornhole leagues oh, yeah. that you can be in. But yeah, they will update you on all that. It's the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Oh my. And cornhole. And cornhole. <laughs> Apparently cornhole, too. <laughs> um, and you know what else we have to talk about? We just got to mention real fast the American Raptors. Because uh, we have Rugby 7s coming up. We've got um, uh, 
Rugby Town Sevens Tournament coming up August 25th. That's a Friday through August 27th. So that'll be that that like last weekend of August. Rugby Sevens are fun. Yeah, I went for the first time last year um, when they had it, and uh, it was intense. I've I've only ever watched college rugby, which was also you know really fun, but um, this was just yeah, it was a whole nother level. Whole other level for sure. Yeah, there's going to be 20 teams from all over the world coming here to compete for a $10,000 grand prize. So the stakes are pretty high, but uh, U.S. Army, U.S. Marines, U.S. Navy, U.S. Air Force, and U.S. Coast Guard will compete against each other for uh, the United for the U.S. Armed Forces Championship. That'll happen on Saturday afternoon that weekend. But it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Ten dollars per day, twenty dollars for the whole weekend. If you're a kid, twelve and under, it's totally free. And maybe you need a little refresher on rugby. Maybe you need like just a little update on what's yeah. going on. Our guy Colton Strickler has you covered. The DNVR Rugby Podcast. It's a weekly pod. Hit that subscribe button. Um, and yeah, also if you're gonna try to play rugby, if you were an athlete and you still got those skills, you could do rugby. Oh, God, I would get broken like a twig. That would not be good for my physical and mental health. Uh, Marissa would kill me. Marissa could play uh, rugby. <laughs> Actually, like, I, she she would kick I some know, ass at rugby. I know she could. Actually, she could decapitate someone. She, she could decapitate someone. She could decapitate someone. <laughs> someone not named Kyle Freeland bobble, Bobblehead. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah, um, uh, head to AmericanRaptors.com. Uh, get your tickets. $10. For rugby sevens, it's going to be really intense. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, stick with that. Yeah. Stay updated. All right. Let's talk about, we got to talk about the rest of the weekend. Yep. We talk about Saturday. Saturday, Ty Block, the starter. I love seeing Ty Block in this starting role again, even though it did not, it was not a fruitful. Yeah. He was fine. He was yeah, fine. It was wasn't bad. his, you know. Heading into that game, though, he had not allowed a run in his two starts since getting called up from Albuquerque. Yeah, this is one of those years that, you know, like if you're a guy in the minors, whether you've been in the majors for a while and you're you're going back down to the minors to, you know, kind of reset or you're a young kid who just is like trying to get to the big leagues. Mm-hmm. You, anyone, any pitcher is fair game, it feels like for the Rockies this year. You know, what I mean, I- they've gone through so many pitchers every pitcher is fair game exactly like literally anyone i mean it has to be a confidence booster if you're in the you know double triple a level to to think that you might be able to at least get a chance to even move up because someone ahead of you is moving up you know Mm -hmm. to get a start or um it's just incredible how many guys the rockies have gone through pitching wise um this year and this is the you know, it's this is the year for it. I mean, you're not fighting for a, a playoff spot technically at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, get some guys some some good looks and, um, you know, give some younger guys a taste of what it's like to pitch at the at this level and give some of the older guys who are just, you know, struggling to find their groove, allow them to kind of get that confidence back again. Yeah, getting that confidence back. But, yeah, Ty Block clearly has had a, a lot of that confidence yeah. back. Not that I ever think he lost it, but, you know, it's... Neither here nor there, but uh, Ty Block. Okay, so he uh, he was out there for four and two thirds innings, held the Cardinals to four runs on eight hits, one walk, two uh, two strikeouts, two strikeouts, two strikeouts. Okay, sure. So it's it's a very run of the mill game. You would hope that your team yeah. scores more than two. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, at that point, like you you hope your offense can can back you up a little bit. Um, 
But, you know, it's not a bad game. It's not an amazing game. It's a game that you kind of feel neutral about. You know, yeah, it was very neutral. Um, yeah. uh, we did have, though, this is not so neutral. Ryan McMahon hit a milestone. He hit a homer, and uh, that was his 100th career homer. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. Good for him. Yeah. That, this that is must be really cool. I can't imagine. Super cool, yeah. It, his, uh, it was in the eighth inning off uh, reliever Andre Palante. 424 feet. And he wears 24. Do, do you think that like these guys are aware of these milestones? Or is this one of those things that like a reporter would ask him after the game? Like, hey, are you, you know, you hit your, how does it feel to hit number 100? And, he, and he'd be like, wait, I hit 100? You know, like, yeah. do you think they know these things as they're going? Or is this just like a, you know, catch me by surprise stat? You know what? I guess um, uh, I would love to hear what Ryan McMahon has to say. But I would imagine like, I'm sure he has an idea he's getting close to it. Yeah, yeah. But he's not like, ooh, I got one more That's until I, I hit mean, 100. You know? <laughs> I don't think Ryan He's McMahon is doing like, that. You know, in the dugout, like, notching into the wall, you know, this is number 99. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't think so, but of course we'll have to check in with him. Yeah. They're on a 10-game road trip right now, so we're not going to see him for a little bit. Mm. But um, uh, the other really cool thing, both Doyle and Jones had great catches in the outfield. Yeah. Despite that 6-2 loss. Great catches. They were on Sports Center last night. Mwah. You love you love to see it. Anytime the Rockies can get some some national spotlight, mm-hmm. you love to see it. Um, and uh, they you know they were sharing the spotlight with with uh, some other exciting fireworks yesterday as well. Because Jones had his you know his catch, but then the fight that happened last night that was insane. Oh my gosh! Um, Don't there even. There was a lot of uh, fireworks going on in baseball. There yesterday. were a lot of fireworks for sure. We will get into the the fight. The fight. We will get into it in a little bit. The fight. The the fight. Uh, let's uh let's circle back though and talk about. We got to talk about Friday's game though. Yeah. Friday's game. I know we've been talking about Nolan Jones so much this series, both heading into it and now wrapping it up. And not just because, you know, it's Nolan versus Nolan Arenado. Like, Nolan Jones has actually been popping off. So on Friday's game, he had an RBI hit in each of his first three plate appearances. So, yeah, he actually mentioned to MLB.com that it was a good night for the Nolans because he was popping off. He, Nolan Arenado, and Nolan Gorman, also of the Cardinals, combined 10 for 15 with three home runs and six RBI. Wow. So the Nolan, it was just like a big night for the Nolans. Big night for the Nolans. But the biggest thing, the biggest thing was that that win on Friday snapped a 12-game losing streak at Bush Stadium dating back to August 1st, 2018. The, the Rockies had not won at Bush Stadium this since feels August like, This feels like how the Broncos are against the Chiefs where you're like, you know, they can't keep losing to the Chiefs. There's got to be some point where they're going to win. That's how it felt against St. Louis. Obviously a different scale, but you know, it's that same idea where you just have to get that one out of the way and then they go and win the series. And you know, know, and exactly, we mentioned too, they hadn't won a series out there since 2009. So just, it's good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, stuff. big stuff. Um, uh, Buddy, after the game, uh, you know, they asked him his thoughts on the series. He said it was a good one in a lot of ways. You know, he's so- Very Bud Black answer right there. He's so Bud Black. So but it was luck. a good series. I mean, you know, and, and, and you even look at the loss. Like you said, it was kind of a neutral game. You got out hit. You know, it that was as, it was as simple as that. Um, and then your other two games, you fought for them, you know, and you, you got good wins. Um, and, and that's all you can ask for out of a series, you know? I mean, it's... It, and, and when you get to this point in the season, too, and this is no matter what team is playing, whether you're playing for a playoff spot or not, 
you have to just take it one series at a time. You know, you, you, you think of it like win the series, you know, win the game, yep. win the series, and you start kind of small. Okay, win the at-bat. Win, win the inning, win the game, win the series. And so for the Rockies, just being able to, to you know, execute in those situations, uh, it's it's big. It, it helps boost your confidence. You start getting these guys who are coming back from injuries, yeah. who are, you know, getting their first opportunities to come up and maybe pitch, you know, out of relief uh, from the minors. This are, these are the type of things that help build into what you're going to see in the coming years or you hope to see in the coming years. Yeah. Um, and that's all you can really hope for from a season like this. It really is, yeah. And plus, yeah, we saw so many young guys out there, especially because we gave away a lot of our old guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Understandably. But, you know, old. Uh, ancient. 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 Those, those get 30-year-olds. Those <laughs> men in their 30s. <laughs> so ancient. <coughs> um, uh, okay, also, uh, we got to address some comments. James in the chat saying RK has mentioned reverse nachos at least a hundred times. Okay, shut up. So no, apparently, <laughs> uh, so apparently, this is a thing. I, it's a thing. New it's to a me. Thing. I didn't know if it was like a secret menu thing or not, but I, I guess will try it's, it and report back. It's it's really good. Uh, now that I'm like talking about it, I was like, oh, is that what I get for like my dinner after the show? It might be. Sounds like it. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna circle back and actually talk about the fight. It was a big night for the fights. The fight. Because obviously we had here at the DNVR bar UFC and boxing on, but... Which both paled in comparison to the fight. The fight. Yeah, so Jose Ramirez of the Card... Oh, not the, the Cardinals. Of the Cleveland Guardians. If I could talk, that'd be great. Um, and Tim Anderson got into it. And Jose Ramirez won that fight. It was... I mean, this was like a real baseball fight, too. It's yeah. not like... The, you know, Bryce Harper pretending to try to fight Jake Bird. Yeah. It was like actual punches were thrown. Like they were, they were in position. They, oh, they dropped the gloves. I tweeted last <laughs> night and I was like, that is a hockey fight in baseball uniforms. The dudes dropped their gloves at the same time. And the umpire who was initially in the middle, like, hey guys, chill out, <laughs> sees them drop the gloves, sees Tim Anderson hands up <laughs> and the umpire backs up like, all right, you guys go for it. Like, do it. I'm not going to stand in the middle of this. Yeah. And, and so for about, I mean, it felt like 30 seconds. I'm sure it was, you know, half a second. Yeah. But it, for probably about a second, it was, you know, completely unobstructed fights, just throwing yes. fists. And the hard thing about baseball fights and really any fight except for hockey where they actually let you fight is that you have literally about one to two seconds before another team, one of your teammates or someone else comes Someone's in and gets gonna involved. Someone's going to come grab you. Yeah. And so you've got maybe two punches before you have to, you know, kind of bail out. And Ramirez, I think he took maybe three swings and one of them landed. Yeah. And it landed solid. Yeah. And, and he was also being held back yeah. while that pitch landed on Tim Anderson's face. And when I saw the the, the replay, because I, I wasn't watching the game live, I saw the replay, and it, right when I saw it kind of in slow motion, I see Tim Anderson drop his gloves and, and Ramirez drop, you know, like they both were ready. And I'm in, initially my thought is Anderson has this one. You know, like he has, it, Anderson's the bigger guy. Anderson's built, like he's a big dude. Yeah. Um, Ramirez is a little bit slower and, and, and a little bit softer. And so I'm like, Anderson's going to have the upper hand. Like, you can see the, the body difference between the two of them. Anderson, I wouldn't want to fight Tim Anderson. I wouldn't want, but I also wouldn't want to fight Jose. I would also never even think about fighting Jose Ramirez because he is a gem of a human being. It, it, true. And and I will say when you watch it, like, both dudes just kind of closed their eyes and started swinging. And you see Ramirez, I think, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, he threw some good punches. 
but he just got lucky that one landed. Like, I mean, he had his eyes closed. He was being held back, and he's swinging, just flailing his arms, and one, his right arm just, you know, connects, and he's like, okay, sure. I'm sure he goes back in the locker room. He's like, damn, I didn't actually expect to hit the guy. You know, like... But you know hey, what? props to you, man. Yeah, and um, of course, it seemed like this was building all weekend too, because there was there was some chirping on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Terry Francona got ejected on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Like so, things were just kind of messy already between these two AL Central teams. But well, when we were talking about it a little bit before the show. We were saying, you know, when was the last time that we actually saw like a real baseball an fight, actual Not, an fight. actual like punches landed baseball fight? And it had to have been the Odor Bautista yeah. fight. I don't know how long ago that was, um, where you actually saw Bautista get his helmet knocked off yep. on a, on a punch, you know. And and that like that's it's rare. It happens, you know, every four or five years you'll get like a good baseball mm -hmm. fight. But passing the torch, you know, yeah. we uh, needed a fresh new fight. It's it's so funny. So um, I came here with my friends last night just to watch the Rockies game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, we saw this going down on social media. We're like, oh, my gosh, like, who doesn't love a good baseball fight, <laughs> right? especially because we haven't seen one in so long. Yeah. And then it was so funny because obviously we had UFC and boxing on here at the bar. We weren't going to stay for it. Yeah. But I feel like because we were watching this fight so much, we were like itching to see some more like this was our warm-up you, you you needed some violence to continue <laughs> we you were like more violence please we were hungry for blood yes yeah we don't really, understandably so we had a really good turnout here at the bar though for those fights last night oh really nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i i mean i i saw a lot about it on social media but to my understanding uh this fight was way more exciting than this was so much more exciting of the other fights so. but you know what here's the thing here's like why like I will always be more excited about a baseball fight than a UFC fight or a boxing match. Yeah. So when you're when you're in a UFC fight or a boxing match, you know, you like that's you're just there to do the fight. Yeah. But a baseball fight, you are fighting for a reason. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Shit went down. No, and 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 you know, that, and, and I always also think it's funny too, in both the cases that we mentioned, the, the Bautista fight and this one, the aggressor in the fight, the person who technically when you watch the replay started it. Are, is the guy who ended up getting rocked. Yeah. Bautista slid into Odor and gets up all in his face and then gets rocked. And in this case, yep. Anderson, was like, you know, Ramirez reaches his hands, hand up to like say, hey, can you help me up? Anderson says, screw you, man. I'm not I'm not helping you up. Disrespected. Disrespected and him is... and then gets dropped. You know, and you're like, dude, what are you doing, man? He deserved man? it. He yeah, deserved totally. It. Like, how do you do that? But, I mean, of course, I hope he's okay and like, you know, he's not like injured or concussed or anything. But Tim Anderson was left out of the line up today jose ramirez was not well and and i he jumped up pretty quick i will say like you know i mean he went limp for a second when like he got hit it stunned him like he dropped yeah. quick but he jumped up instantly so it's not like he was on the ground unconscious for like yeah. 10 seconds like the dude was just phased a little bit and he got up you know he's a little stunned but he got up and he was fine you see him in the you know in the replay we were showing like you saw him walking around the the, the scuffle you know yeah. instantly so yeah he seemed okay he got back up. he got hit in the jaw i'm sure it was more of just like you know it was a button that you know he kind of got dropped and then he jumped up and he was fine but <laughs> yeah craziness Un it was unreal we'll say one more thing about it terry francona after the game a reporter asked oh what did you think of jose ramirez's left hook and he goes no right hook right hook yeah right hook yeah get it no. right he was like, oh, yeah, you know, 
I don't. He was like, you know, I don't want to say that it's funny, but like, <laughs> yeah. boys will be boys. How That's the I, paraphrasing yeah. of it. How, like, can, how can like, I say this correctly? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, how can I like stand behind my dude without like getting canceled? Without condoning violence. Overall. Yeah, how can I condone this violence without like condoning it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair though. I, I like to see a coach that's like got his players back. That's like, dude, yeah, you, you came at my guy like he's gonna he's gonna get you. Yeah, yeah. Terry Francona is a gem. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, you know what? Tim Anderson might need to call Bacchus and Shanker. Mm. Bacchus and nice. Shanker, because nice. he got hurt at work. But when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker. <clears throat> they're here to help because Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They are helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. It is totally free until they win money in your case. There's no fee to talk to someone. There's no fee while they work on it. There is no fee unless they win and you have money in your pocket. And they've done it a lot for their clients to the tune of more than a billion dollars. That's billion with a B. They've got locations all over Colorado, including offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Plus, they've got more than 30 lawyers, more than 100 staff. They have got a whole crew behind you ready to help. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you were not at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare incidents, a pedestrian etc they can help if you're injured at work but call them at 222 2222 that is all too lows find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins all right let's talk about foco we need some fresh new bobbleheads because unfortunately this uh Kyle Freeland giveaway has yeah. been seriously injured he's given away his head his head has left his this body. Is terrible vibes. Yeah, very terrible vibes. And his vibes. leg has been severed. Leg is gone. Head is gone. Okay, but we don't have to worry about that with our Foco bobblehead, which I will. You know, I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna grab it. Tip, bring the camera back to me so I can show off my friend. Yeah, this <laughs> is like a really cool bobblehead. This is the spring training Cactus League bobblehead. This goes hard. But yeah, this is the kind of stuff you're gonna find at Foco. They are the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and of course, some of our favorite bobbleheads. And this is officially licensed gear for all sports, for all fandoms, not just here in Colorado, but for all across the country, all yeah. across the country. So great for gifts too. I always say this is like my favorite place to get gifts for people. But yeah, we've got great set decorations from them. We're obsessed with them, of course. Foco always has our back. They always have our back for Colorado sports. They have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. And for all non-presale items, use code DNVR for 10% off. Whew. Whew. Good stuff. Good stuff indeed. All right. What else do we want to talk about? Ooh, on this day in Rockies history, this ties into the Cardinals too. On August 6th, 2004, the Rockies traded Larry Walker to the St. Louis Cardinals for players to be named later. And Jason Birch. Hmm. Rockies ended up getting Luis Martinez and Chris Narvison. Narvison. Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. A, a big day. 2004. Big day. Big My day. God, I was... And then. You know, months later, Larry Walker was in the World Series against the Red Sox. Yeah. Red Sox won their first World Series. It's the happiest I've ever seen my not first World Series. First World Series in many lifetimes. Yes. In yeah, like yeah, almost yeah. 100 years. So uh, it was the happiest I ever saw my grandfather. See, uh, when he got to see the, he was a huge Red Sox fan. He's okay. from Boston. Okay. So 
pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, what pretty cool a, what a random little thing. 2004. Well, God, I, it, I, mean, <laughs> I see I see things like that, and I'm like, I was seven years old at the time, you know? Yeah. Like that, it feels like so long ago. But yeah, that's, you know, I mean, it's just an interesting little tidbit there. A nice little tidbit. We love a tidbit. Love tidbits. We love a tidbit. Cold Tucker. Cold Tucker is... Uh, He's committing to the bit of getting on base. He's got a 27-game on-base streak right now, and he is slashing 317, 457, 485. He's got nine doubles, one triple, two home runs, and 15 RBI. Oh, plus four stolen bases since that streak began July 1st. Yeah, that's huge uh, because, you know, I, like I was just saying, and I know I was talking more about pitchers, but this is the type of season where – anyone's kind of fair game you know mm -hmm. i mean for the rockies especially with guys getting injured and players moving around a lot the the coaches and you know ownership and management is definitely going to start looking into what's what's coming up in the future for the rockies you know i mean that's that's the whole mindset that you have yeah. to have when you're at this point so um you know cole tucker and any other minor leaguer for the rockies right now the more consistent you can be in your success uh, that's huge in being able to get that call to come up, even if it means, you know, spring training next year and, mm -hmm. um, you know, just keep coming back to those type of situations. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I wonder if we'll end up like seeing Cole Tucker up here at some point before the end of the season. Yeah. We did give away, you know, an outfielder. Of course, you know, you never want to see more injuries, but if there are more injuries, we'd need that depth. Yeah. And he's been good. He's been pretty good. Yeah, no, it's... I'm it's, surprised it's, it's taken this long, but he was injured. He was out for a while. I just want him and Vanessa up here and just, I just for a little visit. I just am of the mindset of, like, there's nothing to lose, you know, at this it, point. Oh, exactly, yeah. Um, it doesn't mean you're going to make him your starter. It doesn't mean you're going to make no. him your future guy. It just means, you know, you give him some looks. Give him that opportunity. Give him a taste. I even think, you know, from a mental standpoint, when you've <laughs> never had a taste of playing big league ball and you get that first call to be you know to yeah. come up and get to get a chance to play your first game at the major league level uh it, i'm sure that's addicting you know yeah. as, a, as, a, as an athlete as a competitor who's worked their whole life to get to that point that has to be the most addicting feeling ever and it would motivate me a hell of a lot if i had been like oh that's what that's like you know yeah. like i want to keep doing that as much as i can so yeah i think yeah. for a lot of reasons you know there's nothing to lose rockies uh i wouldn't be surprised if you see cole tucker at some point yeah this and of course cole tucker knows that feeling he just hasn't played in the majors in a while yeah. it, it hasn't since last season yeah at some point but yeah it's you know he's been on a little journey yeah he has been on a journey it takes time. It takes time. Baseball is is a sport of ups and downs. Not everyone can be Shohei Otani. So, no. uh, you know. <laughs> I don't even know how Shohei Otani is Shohei Otani. <laughs> you know, I don't what? even know how Shohei Shohei is. <laughs> but uh, somehow he does. But uh, yeah, so, you know, I mean, it, baseball is a roller coaster of a sport. And uh, the, the unfortunate part about it is there's a lot of levels that you've got to work through until you can get to the top tier. And uh, for Cole Tucker, it's it's just, you know, he's still in that journey. Still on it. He's still on it. Still, still on that roller coaster. Um, uh, all right. Um, uh, speaking of speaking of roller coasters, I don't know. I'm gonna address a, a question that we got on Twitter that someone left um, when I posted the link to the show. Um, so, uh, yeah, T Sweezy wanted to know where do we rank in terms of home runs this year outside of McMahon? The Dinger numbers look pretty shockingly low every time I take a peek at our starting lineup. That is a great question. Yeah, the Rockies have not had the pop that you would hope to see from a team that plays where the air is so thin and the ball travels. Uh, the Rockies have 108 homers 
this season so far. They rank 23rd. The Guardians are actually last with 84 home runs. Hmm. Atlanta at the top of the list. Atlanta, they are combined for 212 home runs. Wow. In heavy air. That In Georgia heavy air is, Georgia is the opposite air. of the Colorado, uh, you know, that's that. And that's, I feel like, our whole calling card, right? I mean, like, you know, oh, we come up here with a, mm -hmm. it's a hitter's ballpark and, you know, the air is thin and the ball flies off the bat. But um, the Rockies, I think, of the, the biggest thing that's hindered home runs, injuries for one. Um, and then you get guys like Chris Bryant that you expect to have 20 to 30 home run seasons, and they're just not, you know, they're not on that level. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, and so it's, it's, those are the type of situations where it can be challenging to, to build, boost your team's overall home run. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's definitely a weird season. Yeah, it um, is. And not just not consistency. It's not consistent. Um, I will say, okay, I want to look at some of the comments before we talk about some some stupid bullshit, as I like to call it. I just noticed someone commented, I'm so high that I thought Nolan was sitting on the left. <laughs> Didn't we say that last time? You had like a, a, you know, the last time I was here, you had a, a graphic up of Nolan Arenado. Yep. And you were like, doesn't that kind of... Look like you, you like the Because you guys have the same hair. facial hair. Yeah. You guys have similar features. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, this man who hit up uh, the Kind Love Dispensary. Yeah, yeah, of course. I apparently, know. I, if I was he, wearing a Cardinals hat, you know, who would know? Sees the resemblance. <laughs> I'll I take it. it. Nolan's I, a good-looking guy. There, so there you go. Yeah, that's the there, one. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> oh, producer Tiffany coming up. Clutch. Yo, Tiff. <laughs> So clutch, so clutch. Um, okay, we gotta talk about what Dinger is up to. Dinger has been at so many birthday parties lately. Dinger was at the Cardinals <laughs> game today. Really? Because it was their mascot's birthday party. Okay. So I guess they thought, why not Why not fly Dinger out too? So but Dinger was at the Cleveland's mascot birthday party a few weeks ago. Okay. Uh, Dinger was at Miles, the Broncos mascot birthday party, but he was just like sitting on the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like you do not look well. No, no, I, I am wondering, is Dinger on a bender? Is this like the, the mascot version of like wedding season? You know, where you go to like six <laughs> weddings in you know, throughout the course of two months. You yeah, that's that's what Dinger's going through right now. It's just birthday parties. Yeah. Uh, also, is Dinger? It, do we know like what Dinger is getting paid? You know how we had that whole story oh, about yeah. about like the Nuggets mascot. You the know, Nuggets who's getting, getting paid like, like two hundred and seventy-five grand or no, something. No, I think the Nuggets mascot actually makes like six hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, some crazy it's number. It's like more than half a million dollars. Insane. That, that crazy they would make that yeah so uh it, can we get like an idea is like is you know dinger whoever's inside the dinger suit are they you know getting rewarded accordingly or i mean i hope so we got to remember like it's hot dinger got punched got punched dinger and he has dinger... to stand out in 95 degree weather every day yeah it's brutal so oh my gosh so wild um i mean Listen, Dinger on a bender. Is this why dinosaurs are extinct now? Is this just like a thing they do? <laughs> Apparently so. This is birthday <laughs> season for Dinger. When's Dinger's birthday? Uh, it's in April. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so. It's it's technically not a birthday because he's not a mammal. He wasn't born. It's he the was, hatching. It's the hatch yeah, it's the, the hatch hatching. Okay, yeah. Which I think also sounds more ominous because the hatching itself was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It was very scary. Dinger's whole backstory is just wild. Very wild. Yeah. Like we dug him up from the ground under the park, kids. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. Love him. You know what I just learned that I did not know? And maybe this will just, you know, really point out to the fact that I'm not from Colorado. But mm -hmm. uh, apparently the Rockies have a team. Uh, Coors Field has a cat that I 
heard yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. That is now up for adoption or was up for adoption? I think the cat has finally found a home. Picked its forever home. Okay. But um, yeah, there was a whole thing where um, the Coors Field cat was up for adoption, but so many people applied. And they, they had, had to cat. like take it down off the website. This is of just course. what I saw on social media. Yeah. But like so many people wanted to adopt this cat, but I guess they found the perfect fit. The Coors Field cat will be going to a, a forever home. That's such a unique yeah. little story. Like, I so had no strange. idea there I was a cat roaming the grounds at Coors Field. I've tried to get in touch with the uh, the shelter that had the Coors Field cat, but I think they were a little busy. Uh, just a bit. I, I, I was think actually they, I think hoping, they had enough attention. I, they didn't I, need it from us. I was hoping that like Bud Black or so, you know, someone on the team mm. would have picked up the Coors Field cat. He, I thought that would have been a cool story. I think he's a little like mangy. Yeah. You know, so. I think he might be a little wild. It might be a little like difficult for like you know a specific home. i think he needs like someone who's home year round yes yes maybe I, i'm just guessing i'm speculating well, we don't know anything now dinger is without his friend the coorsfield cat so dinger has friends what everywhere can he do? dinger yeah. has friends everywhere um my friend i was supposed to get you a beer earlier Oh yeah. I was supposed yeah. to get you some Breck brews in exchange for, you know, taking your time to come on the show. But it's okay. the it, it Breck happens. Brew Beer of the Month here at the DNVR bar, the Mountain Beach Sour, it is six dollars for a big old pint glass. Six dollars. Six dollars. Wow. That's a good deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah, and Mountain Beach Sour is great. A pint size deal. It's a pint size deal. Um, yeah, Breck Brew, uh, they have a beer for any occasion, and there's no better way to watch a game than having some Breck Brew. They've been doing it for 33 years, too. It all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. They're making it with 100% renewable energy, too, because that is just such a Colorado thing for them to Very do. Very much so. To care about the environment. Yeah. What a and Colorado it's in a beautiful, thing. I don't know if you've ever been to Breck Brew, but it's yeah. in a beautiful spot, like right down the street from my house in Littleton. And the Littleton Farmhouse, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous over there. It's awesome. Yeah, we've there. been there a few times for, for various, you know. Functions. For various functions. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah, it's such a great spot. I haven't been there yet this summer, I think. Yeah, we've taken the dogs there a couple times to their outdoor, you know, oh patios gosh. and gotten some, some beers and then, you know, walked along the river. It's a really nice thing. If you haven't been out to Breck Brew, Go check it out. It's Definitely check it out. Yeah, they, um, uh, if you can't, oh yeah, also, you know, we've had, of course, all the Women's Cup watch parties. They have, they have Women's Cup watch parties too. I don't know if like, we're still keeping up like watch parties, watch parties, you know, now that the US is out of it, but yeah. I'll find out. Also, they were at like one in the morning. Look so. it up online, yeah. please. My gosh. Uh, but yeah, they've, uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on, but yeah, uh, check out uh, the, Breck Be the Breck Brew Beer Locator. Uh, to find a Breck brew near you, but you can always find Breck brews right here at the DNVR bar. Sounds good. Sounds like let's, a plan. Let's uh, get ourselves mentally and emotionally prepared for the Rockies heading to Milwaukee for this series against the Brewers, a, a three-game set. We got Lambo on the mound tomorrow. Yeah. Peter Lambert. Yeah, looking to, to break away from his two and two split right now on his record on the season. Yeah, you know, he's had, some, he's had some good moments. He's had some rough moments. He's got a 5.07 ERA right now, but he will be up on the mound against Freddie Peralta. He's seven and eight, 4.46 ERA. I think we got him. Yeah, I don't know. I, know. I, I don't know about me. Got the younger, you know, energy that we got going on there. Exactly. Uh, Tuesday, we'll have Kyle Freeland back. Kyle Freeland, who is four and twelve. Again, I don't love the pitcher win stat, especially in the case of Kyle Freeland, who yeah. really has pitched some good games but didn't get the run support behind him. 
But of course, he's had his own struggles recently. He's got a 4.86 ERA right now. He's up against lefty Wade Miley. Oof, that'll be fun. And yeah. then Wednesday, it's a 2:10 Mountain Time game. Chris Flexen will give it another try uh, versus righty Adrian Hauser. We've got some, we got good stuff coming up. Yeah, good stuff. I think it'll be a fun series. All, yeah, and all of these road games, like you mentioned, this is you know when it gets kind of tough for players, you're you're away from home for a while, mm -hmm. and um, you're this just on the road. It's, it's a long, it's a long time to be gone and mm -hmm. a long trip. So um yeah but again as I, I go back to the whole thing i said earlier where it's like when you're at this point in the season you just gotta really dial down and okay you know win win the at bat win the win the you know at when the win the at bat win the game win the series you know i mean all these little steps that you're just trying to focus on um and that's all the rockies can do they did it here against st louis uh you just got to keep that energy moving into milwaukee and i think i think we can do it i think, I think we, we can, do, can it. do it yeah, yeah. Um, Jake in the comments is being so negative. Rocky's going to strike out 45 times in those games. Oh my gosh, that stop it. That is bold. That's bold. If they do that, that, that would, would be, be impressive. That would be impressive, Jake. If they do that, if they actually strike out 45 times, you come in, I'll buy you a beer. 45 times. But in if three they games. don't, I don't want to hear it. My God. My God. That would be. <laughs> That would be some insane baseball we'd be watching. That there. would be. It would be something else. The That's, Brewers pitchers would love that, I'm sure. They would. They would. Not so much on our end. I like our odds. Uh, Patrick will be back tomorrow to, um, uh, you know, host his his version of the DNVR Rockies podcast. I won't be there. Um, and then it'll be me and Spencer Smith, 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be a fun week. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be a real fun week. Uh, the, the nice thing about road series for you and yeah. Patrick and the media is you know you guys get a little bit of a break from having to be at the at Coors Field all the time and yeah and running was, around Denver and you know I was on the last road trip too I was in DC and especially when you got rain delays in the mix yeah. and extra innings in the mix and stuff like that it's exhausting so it's actually so nice to just be able to stay put watch the games from like from literally here. right here yeah <laughs> yeah it's a totally different vibe you can be drinking and just chilling and yeah not exactly to be like in a press box yeah. the whole time yeah like if i don't have a post game show i'm like oh i can have myself a little breck brew while i watch this yeah, game that's right? what i did that's, last night that is nice so then, you know it's not road series aren't bad for everyone no no um uh, yeah, no, it'll be good. It'll be a good series. It'll be a good series. We'll have some good content. Make sure you are following along all of the latest Rockies updates at DNVR underscore Rockies. Christian, where can we follow you on social media? On Twitter, at CJJSayas is the best place to find me. And you're going to be dropping fresh pics of the dogs, including how big Dune is getting? Yes, yes. I, I tend to only tweet about uh, baseball fights now and yeah. dogs. Yeah. yeah, good. Baseball fights have been added to that. Ba we, uh, I love baseball. Baseball fights is my favorite uh, Twitter account. Yeah. Also. Yeah. But yeah. True. That's a good one. That is a free, good one. Free shout outs. Free shout outs. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And Christian, you know what we like to say here about closing out a show? Uh, remind me. Uh, who knows? Who knows the proper way to do it? I'll just say see you later. Uh, tune in tomorrow at one o'clock on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel. Patrick will be back with some great stuff. See you then.